This is the Music Publishing Podcast with your host, Dennis Tobensky. Join Dennis in his weekly nuts and bolts conversations with composers, performers, and other arts professionals as they navigate their careers as concert musicians in the 21st century. And now your host, Dennis Tobensky. Hello, and welcome to the Music Publishing Podcast. I'm here today with composer Reg Unterzeer. Reg, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's, I'm glad to be here. It's here in my studio and you in your studio. Yeah. It's a whole new world, right? I know, yeah. Different op- opposite sides of the country, it, you know. <laughs> Both sides exactly. coming together in harmony. <laughs> the real America. We're in the real America. Exactly, exactly. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Facebook. <laughs> um, so, so Reg, we met, um, I, I forget what year it was, uh, at the um, American, well, the Chorus America slash uh, American Composers Forum right. Choral Connections Conference. Yeah. I wish they'd do that again. Yeah, that was great. I, I hope so. I, I, I think they will, too. Yeah, fingers crossed. It um, was a good thing. So, yeah, we've... And since then, we've just sort of known each other tangentially on mm-hmm. on, on the Facebooks. Um, yep. So, uh, why don't you sort of tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? You know, your background and and what you do. Well, these days, I mostly um, identify myself as a composer. That's a that's a whole subject too. Is when do you <laughs> identify yourself as a composer? I mm-hmm. started out. My early career was really as a as a performer. I mean, as a kid, I did the, all the, everything that every kid. Did. Mm-hmm. You write little songs for things that you need, you know, fine, yeah. whatever. We all do that. Um, I then became, um, I, I was mostly a performer. I sang um, um, concert work, um, opera, um, musical theater a lot. Um, and, and I did that in, in, in my 20s. That was, that was my identity for myself. I, 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 I burnt out on that pretty quickly in that, you know, I, it was, I loved performing. I hated living in hotels and being gone all the time. Mm-hmm. I really really hate it. <laughs> um, so um, I beca- uh, we moved back out west. Um, I became an at-home dad for, well, I, my, my oldest is now 30. So I, w- I did that thing for really quite a long time. So mm-hmm. that was my primary identity for a while. Because I, I Not even so much as a, um, a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at that point, I started conducting more. Um, I'd always, you know, always done some conducting here and there. Um, and as I had ensembles, I would constantly find this need for that piece that I couldn't find anywhere that mm-hmm. I want. Like, so fine, it'd be, it'd be faster for me to write it than find it. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, I remember how that, and, and then it just kind of, it kind of took off from there. I've been, I really loved that process and really, and, and became more identified with that. And so now, you know, outside, outside of my own town, I still teach voice a lot. I have a lot okay. of voice students. Um, nice. my, um, my, my big claim to fame is, remember Hans and Frozen? Yeah. That guy was my voice student when he was in high school. Oh, nice. So that's my that's, <laughs> that's my <laughs> fame, right? He, um, yeah, no, yeah, but but um, yeah, and I still do teach. I teach voice quite a bit, but but my primary identity now for myself, I introduced myself as a composer, which mm-hmm. that took a couple of years for that to settle in. Yeah. So, but but that's that that's what I do. Um, that's that's what I do now. I, I I tend to be involved in a lot of organizations. I am currently. Um, but uh, it's R and R. Let's see. That's repertoire and resources for composers for for Washington State ACDA. I've done a lot of other things with nice. various ACDA organizations. So, trying to move things forward and mm-hmm. see what the see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, nice. Mostly, uh, my my biggest my biggest intent is to be in, involved with as many troublemakers as I can. I figure that's really where things are happening. Troublemaker. Good. Good. You are in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> I pride myself on being a horrible influence on people. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> the thing. Um, you, the, that, that magical little two letters with an ampersand. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm curious, uh, <clears throat> since you bring it up, um, mm-hmm. a, what, what does that mean? What does that entail? And I'm sure that that means something for other composers in terms of grabbing right. people by the lapels and being high. Right. Well, one of the things about it being something that's so new, I mean, this is, that was not part of the RNS thing ever. Um, I, you know, I, and I, I, I was an RNS for men's choirs for Northwest ACDA. I've done, you know, those other things. And we never had, there was no composer. Mm-hmm. 
thing. Um, as and it sort of the need for it sort of developed along with the um, the artist-owned music um, publication mm-hmm. process that has started to, to come to, uh, to come to the fore. Um, there started to be a need for more of that. Now there's there's about five of us, as far as I can tell, from perusing the existing and non-existing websites for <laughs> ACDA. Yeah. Um, there, and, and several of us got to meet in, at the National ACDA in Minneapolis just a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, we were looking for each other, um, trying to figure out, you know, what is it? Mm-hmm. Trying to answer this exact question. You know, mm-hmm. Who are we? What do we do? And what's our job? Because it's even with, amongst the, um, the people who, who have that identification, mm-hmm. there's um, differences in the way it's identified, and mm-hmm. we, we have different and views of what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of ambiguity is really a terrific opportunity because <laughs> we can kind of make it, we can kind of define what it is. Yeah. We're gonna, it's like, well, what do we want it to be? Here's what we need to do. So mm-hmm. uh, as I see it right now, it seems to be developing in the way of, of a representation for people who, who present their music outside of the traditional publishing mm-hmm. um, um, structure. Um, although most of us, you know, I, I, many of us, I, you know, still work with those people. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's, and it's, it's been, it was, it's interesting to see their adaptation to this new world as well. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. And so, so how do they work with people who, who do both? How does all that work? I, so, so we, we have to kind of make some decisions about what it is that we're going to do. I, um, I, Anything that I that I can do to bring my state because it's it's a state position mm-hmm. my state's composers into into contact with the people they need to be in contact with that's that's basically the the, the kernel of how I see my role in that okay. whether that's getting music into reading sessions whether mm-hmm. that's doing we're now we're doing a commissioning project where so nice. that every year our state summer institute um, we will we're this summer will be the first one we mm-hmm. commissioned um, Dr. Giselle Wires to, to write a piece for a piece that that most uh, the, the the idea is that if, if most high school SATB choirs can perform it, then it's a really useful thing. Mm-hmm. And so it, they, these that's the sort of thing that we're focusing on with our commission. And we hope this to be an ongoing program mm-hmm. for multiple different kinds of choirs. So anyway, so a commissioning kind of kind of thing. That's one thing. Another thing that I'm, that I've been talking with other um, um, R&R type people about is how do we get um, um, artist-owned music into national and regional reading sessions? Mm-hmm. Because uh, and, and that that procedure is is squirrely and fluid <laughs> and. I mean, uh, I uh, you know I've been involved in that as uh, RNS for men's choirs, mm-hmm. and now it, it tends to be restricted to traditional publishers. As mm-hmm. I, I was looking through the reading uh, reading session lists for um, this last ACDA national that we were at, there were only a few artist-owned pieces, hmm. and they were. Uh, it was a, there was a, a Jake Rusad piece that was in there. That mm-hmm. was I mean, that's um, um, you know so. But there were quite a few other people who are who are very well known who have who really are fully into that world. Mm-hmm. Um, had no representation, and I and my personal opinion is that they should have been. So, yes. and, and and one of my concerns with this with this R and R structure also is that is that the artist owned people are going to get shoved off into the quote self publishing box, mm-hmm. and I, which which I I don't think that serves us. I I don't think there needs to be a separate box for us. I think that we all need to be in the same box. Yeah, I I like us and Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, <laughs> all be in the same box. <laughs> we don't know if we're dead or alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that phrase, artist owned. It yeah. it has a a much nicer ring to it yeah. than yeah. um than self published. I know in the in the book world people are pushing indie published because yep. then at least there's that idea that you know it's 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 not just me doing it even though it is just right. me doing it. Um, right. Yeah. There's yeah, and, and there's a, there's a there's a stigma with that too. Mm-hmm. That's the, from the from the old days when when it really was the truth that if 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 nobody if you couldn't get anybody to pick it up then fine I'll I'll will sell it myself mm-hmm. and, and oftentimes there was a reason for that I mean there was you know if you have no editor if you have no no process that you mm-hmm. have to go through I mean that's the thing that I when um, I I have pieces with Oxford and with and with Walton and particularly with Oxford I had I had an editor at Oxford mm-hmm. that I that um was really a good 
that functioned actually as an editor, as mm-hmm. a person you could bounce things off of. I mean, it wasn't the, their only function wasn't just accept or reject. Yeah. And that's 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 not really an editor in my in, in my <laughs> world. Um, and I and I miss that. So so how you know how do we how do we function? How do we find that? editorial function you know, among you know other composers do we work we work with conductors mm-hmm. um, I've often wished that that especially in the artist's own world if, if there would be a few conductors especially you know the, the more well-known the better mm-hmm. um, would have their little their little um, recommendations page almost their own personal um, their own personal series as it were mm-hmm. where they would recommend pieces from the artist's own world and, and people could attach it or find them from there and yeah like now you know it's I that would be good if somebody wanted to do that, dear com, uh, conductors out there, start <laughs> your own little series. Yeah, that way. it'd be great. Yeah, um, that was sort of that, that's sort of the the thing that you were talking about when when we met was yeah. curation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I know that um, music spoke. They're starting to do some of yep. that. They've got Charles Bruffy and uh, Brandon yep. Elliott on on yep. board to to do their series. And I think I think that's like a great start to this one of the one of the, the most i tended to hang out uh, from time to time at the music spoke booth in in minneapolis mm-hmm. I'm, uh, first of all i love those people they're 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 awesome people. yeah and and the energy around that those kinds of places mm-hmm. tended to be the best energy in that room yeah. I mean, you know so so it, it was nice um, um i uh, music book is fascinating to me how it started up I, um i was in the process of, of starting my, uh, North, well, I say my, uh, there's four of us, Northwest Coral Publishers, um, mm-hmm. Karen Thomas and, and John Muleisen and Brian Galanti and I, we were, about, we were in the process of starting our own little consortium thing uh. at the same time that, um, that, that they were starting Music Spoken. Hmm. So it was kind of like, oh, man. I like that model, but I'm working on this thing. So it's, it's, <laughs> we've maintained conversations over the years, and uh, I'm, it's I've been really happy with with the the work that they've been doing and the the, the energy they've been generating. Yeah, they have a great. I, I'm very impressed with them. I like them a lot. Yeah, they're building some great community around the, the stuff so. they do. And I'm... Yeah, and then they so, so they and and other places like uh, you know IMP and places like that they have mm. their own they get their own reading session, mm-hmm. um, and that can be. Um, it can be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, 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 uh, it's like, okay, so is that a separate box again? Mm-hmm. So is, is that a way to keep this sort of thing away from the mainstream? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I'm not sure I, I have issues, but I'm not sure how things really are best to develop. So, so we'll see. It's, it's, yeah. it's all it's not all up to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> So what what are your what are some more of your thoughts on on curation and and how that benefits composers how that benefits the community? Yeah, it's um, who does that function and how does that function work? That mm-hmm. is it, really what it becomes. And you know, um, and frankly, you know, the monetization of that is also an, an issue. Mm-hmm. How do you know what what conductors are going to should have to do all of that for out of the goodness of their hearts? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there, there has to be there has to be some sort of way for them to be able to have that support them somehow. Now, whether yeah. whether it's a thing that brings traffic to their sites for other things that 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 they want, um, mm-hmm. that's great. But there there needs to be some way that 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 this all works. And mm-hmm. and and money does is is you know the basic transactional thing that we mm-hmm. that we <laughs> go. So it's it's not all just oh yeah I like you so you like me and we all like each other. I mean, yeah. They're, they're, we, I do need to, you know, I need to have, I need to be able to buy my coffee. You know? <laughs> um, so it's, it's, a, it's a thing. So, you know, and so the, the R&R people, for a while it seemed to me that, that, that ACDA was, and publishers were moving that curation kind of um, function to um, R&S, R&R people, mm-hmm. um, which can be good mm-hmm. and, 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 and also is, potentially really heavily influenced by things other than the quality of the music. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's um, what causes things to be out in the world other than it's good. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that, that, that worry me that would, that make me go, oh, okay, we well, you know, one of the, one of the issues that always um, 
bothered me with it in the RNS process and the in, you know putting together reading sessions um, process was was that the music that came to us was modeled on the music that we'd already recommended. Mm-hmm. So you have this kind of this, this kind of recursive loop of where where, where mm-hmm. it's well people people buy pieces that 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 are simple and stupid. So we need to write more simple and stupid. Music. <laughs> Um, and that, and that which kind of that's this, this death spiral of of, of creativity, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, which which really bothered me. And and you know the 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 more that um, large um, corporations own everything, mm-hmm. not that I have any concern about that with current developments of large corporations <laughs> buying up all the other corporations and yeah. all the other. Can't imagine who that could be. Um, but that, those things always worry me as well because then, then that particular editorial p- viewpoint, that mm-hmm. particular, I think we can sell, um, you know, another arrangement of of la di da to uh, for for you know two to seven voices, um, mm-hmm. and the piano part that goes, and you know, <laughs> um, you know, I so it, it, and it becomes a self perpetuating thing, and mm-hmm. sort of break out of that cycle is one of the things that. Um, that that is that that's in my mind a lot. How do we how do we get out of that? Yeah, yeah. There, it's, it... but it's you know one of the things that 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 causes that to be there is that yes, um, uh, people do buy that. Mm-hmm. You know, people do need simple music. Mm-hmm. Um, simple and stupid do not have to be the same thing. Blessedly, <laughs> had better not be the same thing. I mean, I I'm a, I, I'm very much in in favor of of clarity and simplicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Complexity is not a, is not necessarily a sign of goodness somewhere along. The <laughs> so, but, but but anyway, so, so so finding out you know separating out business issues from mm-hmm. from artistic issues mm-hmm. and you know, it's always, these are the things that kind of you know spin around in your head. What? How do we sort it all out? I know. Yeah, uh, it's it's difficult. So so often you know we composers are are told and hell, I I give this advice like if you're if you're applying to if you if you're submitting music to this ensemble or, or to this publisher or whatever you right. look at what they already do and you see right. if what you do fits and so oh, heck yeah. you're you know cuz it's it's just smart you're better. you know um <laughs> but it can perpetuate some of yeah. the okay then it's it's still more of the same going to this venue yeah. and and they're not branching out um and then there is the the question you know within i mean the, the the thing about publishers is they don't like they don't know it's it's a guess right. every piece they right. take on is their best guess and right. they can only go on what has sold before will this yep. piece sell well it's like what sold before yep. so we so hopefully yes and it's you know I, I, staying in business is a real necessary goal mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> They they take a lot of uh, risks and then go broke and then nobody has any access to anything anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they do they have a legitimate interest in yeah. staying in business and it's not that it's not that easy. I mean you know you a lot of times people think of traditional publishers as being these enormous corporations and their Lear jets and mm. and um, and it's usually three people in a basement office somewhere. Yeah, um, or you know or in the the back closet of a, of, of another publisher's. Um, mm-hmm. um, office that it's really a series of drawers it's not even really an office <laughs> um, I, that's that's um, that is the reality <laughs> that's the way it is it's just not that easy you know once once the photocopying became available mm. you know things changed really hard oh, and yeah. really diff- it became very difficult um you know it's it's that was a that was a, an industry changing mm. as as everybody has photocopiers now everywhere mm-hmm and uh, you know, I, I uh, one of the first things that I wrote about about uh, having to do with the whole self-publishing, um, artist-owned music, and how and how the distribution models could change was when the iPad was invented. Mm-hmm. Um, the week before the um, um, release of the first iPad, I wrote an article um, on our uh, Northwest um, ACDA um, website that was about about what I believed at that point and still believe mm-hmm. the the music score should become. Mm-hmm. I, I think a two-dimensional thing on paper is ridiculously limiting. <laughs> I, there's, there's, if you have electronic display devices, there are so many. There's so much depth now. There's mm-hmm. so many more layers to what the information could be, you know, and, and to how the the, the score could live. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when you look how ebooks work, I mean, I, I should be I should be able to touch the composer's name and I and information comes up. Mm-hmm. I should be able to, as a, as a singer, um, you know, highlight a couple of bars and have it play it back to me so I can practice it. I, mm-hmm. I should be able to hear pronunciation of 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 my you know you know church Slavonic by play, by, by touching the touching the button. <laughs> Or, or Irish or Scottish Gaelic or, you know, whatever this is, that's what I'm working on right now. I'm learning, I'm learning um, some um, um, Scottish Gaelic. It's, oh, nice. it's insane. I know. But it's great fun. Um, but, but the things that, the resources that could be simply in, um, in an electronic score mm-hmm. and, and notation programs and how those develop. I mean, that, that's a big part of it, mm-hmm. um, but distribution is as well. I mean, I should be able to, as a conductor from my, from my, um, from my iPad, I should be able to, uh, if I, let's, let's say I have 40 licenses for my 40 mm-hmm. voice choir. Let's say I have 45 more people or you know, three more people or however many mm-hmm. push a button, purchase that license just that easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and those licenses should be as easy or easier than how Amazon works. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way. That's the way people actually get compensated for their work. That's mm-hmm. the way. It, it's not a thing then for for conductors who, who oh, I have. I'm, I'm missing some pieces. I need to buy more. Oh, you know, I'll just make some copies right now, and then you never get to the the. the mm-hmm. I'll order them next week. Yeah, and then you never get to the next week order thing. If it was just right there, push the button, mm-hmm. go. That would be, that would be um, um, a, a lot more immediate. If it's easy to do it the right way, mm-hmm. we're likely to do it the right way. Yeah. Um, if it's if it's hard, um, it's like oh, I'll, I'll get to it. I promise. I promise you. I'm mm-hmm. not really trying to rip you off, but it's just it. There's a utility factor in that. But I, you know, how those scores would exist, how they'd be distributed. The reality of the music market is that we are not a big enough market to drive that kind of change. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've always had the theory that that when a couple of big states like Texas, California. Um, places with with a lot with, with big giant state school district kinds mm-hmm. of situations. If they went to an all electronic format and all you know uh, a tablet um, iPad uh, format, mm-hmm. then there'd be more um, uh, incentive for yeah. somebody to come up with this basic app because mm-hmm. that app is still missing. Yeah, and you know the technology is all there. There's mm-hmm. no there isn't a technology issue. It's somebody has to put it all together, and Lord knows that takes a long time to. To actually put together something oh, yeah. that works, yeah, and, and, and I always want the, the the notation company, the notation software people, to be more at the forefront of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're not. Yeah, uh, let, let's keep our fingers that's crossed for Steinberg. <laughs> yeah, I I I was I, I was I, I, not a beta tester for them, but mm. I bought it like about ten minutes after it was released, and 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 I, well, short version of a long story is. I'm looking forward to the next couple of versions. Yes. It gets to the point where I can actually produce a score that I can send mm-hmm. off to my clients. Yeah. That, that, that's the limitation right now is it's Short so new. It's, it's a long story. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so much version one right now. I, yeah. I went yeah. to one of their presentations in, in Manhattan uh, yeah. a few months ago, and I was blown away by yeah. the, the demonstration. Yeah. But at every turn, you know, Daniel – Frederick was saying, like, yeah, this sort of, you know, it, it can't do so much still that right. you want, that you need, you know, bear with us. It's, we have our list of features to continue exactly. to add. So, yeah. I I'm, feel like a little bit like I got a Tesla and, and you know, it's got this awesome engine in it. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, the, the seats are really comfortable, except for that. Oh, but the, but the wheels aren't all on yet. Just give me a couple seconds. We'll get the, mm-hmm. we'll get the wheels on. And I was like, yeah, no. Buddy, I need to <laughs> but anyway, you know, I, I I have high hopes for it. I it's I, yeah. I have high hopes. Yeah, I I think they I think they could do some some great things, and let's hope that that helps yeah. to uh, push things and, along. And somehow the integration of notation software and and this and this app where where people uh, where the how the music gets from the composer's computer mm-hmm. to all this to all the singers' tablets, mm-hmm. you know how to, how does that happen? You know I, I, that's not been something that that the, the the notation software people have really addressed. That's mm-hmm. not where that's not where they're thinking. They are they are still really thinking in two dimensions. They're thinking mm-hmm. you know you know what how how does this line up on the page? Mm-hmm. Okay, can I? I want to go behind the page. I want to go above the page. I want to go those other things. But mm-hmm. Money, but that if, if there was if there was a billion dollars waiting to be made in that field, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that app would be made already. Oh yeah, totally. 
<laughs> yeah, we're we're not likely to get the get our own version of yeah. Kindle until yeah. there, yeah. you know, until and unless there's a, a a viable market ready to yeah. go. And eh, I've been so. reading music off my iPad for a long time now, mm. and the the iPad Pro really transformed that for me. That I mm. that, that it's not big enough that I can that I can actually read it and yeah. use. Pencil really, really helps, and and, and I, I've been several in in several um, um, situations where the fact that my music lights up from the inside, uh-huh. we had a significant advantage yep. over other. <laughs> oh yes. Can we turn the lights up? And I say, well, actually, I, my lights are inside. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing. Yeah, so long as my battery is charged, I'm good. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's an issue. <laughs> There's another. What was I gonna? add about that oh yeah the the, for the long for for a good long while when i really started to like figure out the whole you know publishing my music myself type thing and i started to think about digital scores yeah i was like but the screen size is too small to, to have like a standard you know like if it's a it would have to be a PDF, like the, yeah. the the technology. You know, we don't have the app to to read the yeah. music XML, so it has to be a PDF. Yeah. And then we're yeah. then what? Like, do they have to squint at it, or do I have to create separate a separate version with a different yeah. aspect ratio? And that means yeah, exactly. that I have to f- format how many different sizes of the score to accommodate. Mm-hmm. You know, and then every time the iPad gets bigger, you know rethink it again and see one of the aspects of that app that i've said from the very Mm -hmm. beginning is that it needs to work like my kindle does which is that little a thing it's like Mm -hmm. i should be able to To resize it either just my part Mm -hmm. or maybe i need to be you know as a as a conductor even do i need to see everybody's part Mm -hmm. or or can i can i see just a little bit Mm -hmm. i I should be able to adjust that on my own on my own device Mm -hmm. that should not be done for me um and and the size thing, I should be able to push on that little. <clears throat> here's the big note. Here's the little note, and you go to the bigger note. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's it it should be. It's not again that the the software ability, the the, the programming ability to, for that to happen, is kind of there. Mm-hmm. But words and notes <laughs> don't work <laughs> quite the same. same unfortunately, yeah. there's just so much more complexity mm-hmm. in, in notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a problem. I'm yeah, and not being a software engineer, not being a <laughs> of any sort, really. Um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's, it's a real programming challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it really is a sort of thing that that could be done, but it's going to take a lot of hours, and somebody's still got to be able to buy their coffee and mm-hmm. their shoes. You yep. know, it's it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, the joys. <laughs> yeah. um, just going back a little bit. And then the apocalypse will come and we'll, and, and oh, we'll yeah. all be back to caves and writing music on the side of the caves. And, oh, yeah. Until they're underwater anyway. But that's but uh, but again, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the infocalypse happens. Yay. Yeah. Um, I used to think that was funny. I don't feel I, – <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's as funny anymore. I know. Mm. It's, it's a little more terrifying. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm I'm in involved. This is tangential. I I uh, one of my next big projects is has to do with that sort of thing. I mean, um, you know, I, I basically basing it on the ideas of the dawn of the Anthropocene. You know, the the um, the, the sixth extinction coming all, coming upon us. You know, mm-hmm. trying to design a big a big piece about about that. Hmm. You know, and how do you, how do you do that? That's 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 been on my mind a lot. It's, it tends to pop out at the oddest times. But so that's my my reading list right now is is things. Yeah, there's a there's a book called The Sixth Extinction. There's a lot of books about the Anthropocene age and or epoch, I should say. It's not really it's not an age or an era. It's an epoch. Hmm. Um, yeah. So so those, you know that's, that's uh, trying to maintain perspective. It's like oh yeah, I really want this e score. Um, you know, actually, I'd rather have justice for my neighbors then <laughs> I would rather have this stupid little app that makes music that fine I can read it off a page fine whatever mm. no. yeah <laughs> anyway. I'll take the paper score <laughs> yeah. yeah perspective but you know yeah so just maintaining maintaining life that's an issue too yeah 
Uh, it's all all a balancing act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, going back a little bit, you know, talking about e scores and and um, right and uh, being able to to buy your coffee. What do you think? I mean, to go back to curation a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any? thoughts on how that could work where people could, you know, buy their cup of coffee. Right. I used to think I knew, knew something about how that would work. And all, all of my theories have proven, proven to be um, <laughs> either impractical or uh, maybe just not yet. I mean, part mm-hmm. of the, de- part of the deal is it has to be easy. It has to be organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and we just don't have that. I don't, I'm not finding a way for, uh, for, for an editorial function, mm-hmm. a, a compensated editorial function, because I mean, I you know, I I can I can, I have I have you know, friends that I can say, oh, would you look at this and see what you think? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I think it's brilliant. Nobody else seems to be interested. What is the deal? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and then and then things that I think, oh, it's okay, and and then people buy it like crazy. I go, why did they buy that thing? Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I'm in the composing department, not in the marketing department. <laughs> That's that's my thing. But but uh, other than other than asking for favors, mm-hmm. I haven't I, you know I haven't figured that out yet. I mean, even at Music Spoke, their their level of curation is not really um, fully editorial. I don't mm-hmm. think. I mean, they 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 really defer to the to their chosen composers mm-hmm. um, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But, but but that that does obviously imply some level of curation. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, they don't. You don't just automatically go and send something in and they put it up. I mean, that's it's yeah. so there is there is a filter, and mm-hmm. so, but 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 how to get that filter not be um, uh, an inhibition to to, to, to creativity and, and is mm-hmm. to, to to block somebody from writing the thing that would be the the real breakthrough? How, mm-hmm. do, you, how do you not block people with yeah. your editorial need to sell you know three more? Cop thirty thousand more copies, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Texas schools. You know, yeah. How, it, how do you how do you do that? Yeah, I wonder if they're uh, they're they're the way that they're partnering with, like Charles Bruffy and and Brandon Elliott, mm-hmm. and, and do it, if that's might the, yeah. that might be the the way at least to to start forward. I, I I've always liked that idea. Mm-hmm. You know, again, the, the the idea of of conductors having their own their own little series that they that they that they um. um push but the reality as you know i'm a conductor too i you mm-hmm. know one of the realities of the of, of conductor life is you know we have things that we need to do besides uh, promote um yeah every, you know dig around through through, through everyone's um uh, website to find <laughs> the one good thing out of 19 bad things yeah um, you know so what tends to happen um, with conductors more is that there are um, individual relationships between between a conductor and a composer, and, mm. and so um, um, conductors tend to be to, to find somebody that they can that they, they like four pieces of theirs. They tend to then make make some sort of connection and then provide a, a lot of a lot more platform for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just from a purely practical point of view, I mean that's that that really works so so but that limits your number of uh, of people that can have that many re- how many relationships like that can you really have and, yeah and you still do have to do you know turn in your grades and you have to or, or raise money for your your chorus or mm-hmm. whatever it is that you have to do it or learn the music for your next concert mm-hmm. or you know, yeah. you know, conductors aren't just pretty much sitting around going la 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 what should i do next <laughs> That's not, it, it's like oh, okay i got to the first five things on my my 47 to do list, you know, it's like, Oh man. Yeah. And that's just so, before noon. Yeah. Fine. Exactly. And, and then there, and then, then there's another whole, whole um, bugaboo uh, in that, in that area of some composers like the new hot thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, some composers start a relationship with somebody when they are the new hot thing and then, and then work uh, as part of their development though, mm-hmm. for over a period of years. Um, that's, and that, that's, that can work really well for, for us composer types. I mm-hmm. mean, that 
that to have somebody that you can, because the first piece, oftentimes we were talking about, okay, what's going to sell? Yes. Yeah, so, so oftentimes the first piece that we will get a particular conductor to do is something that we know they will like because mm-hmm. they like, da, 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 and this is, you know, I just, I, I have a, um, um, fairly long-standing relationship with Bob Chilcott. He did a, a piece of mine early on when I was writing that was very, he was very good to me and it was very helpful for me in my career. So I saw him at ACD and I was like, okay, there's this one piece that I need to show Bob and I hope he'll like it. But I think he will because he liked this other piece. I mean, so, <laughs> so you know, there, th- that kind of relationship, you know, can happen. Mm. Um, but, 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 but to follow a composer through, through development, mm-hmm. I mean, you, once you have that kind of relationship with somebody, you can say, okay, you like these things. This is nothing like that, but I think you should like it. Mm-hmm. And it's different and all that. I, I am fortunate that I have that kind of relationship with a, with um, my boss at Columbia Master Singers, who the, the, I, I'm an associate conductor and, and he's the artistic director. And I voice things upon him on, on, on a regular mm-hmm. basis that, that I know other people wouldn't, would, they'd look at it and they go, so uh, I had a commission for them a few years ago, um, and I, you know, I sat down at the table and I said, Justin, uh, Justin Raff is his name. The, um, I, it's, it's, it, before you look at the score, I, I promise it's, it, it makes a lot more sense that it's going to look when you open the page. <laughs> so, you know, so, so we open the page, and here's, okay, chorus one, um, septet, and chorus two, and it's just this big page. You know, it's just, just not like... I'd like a line drawing instead of this, all this stuff. <laughs> but because, because he had done pieces of mine before and because we'd you know, talked about things all, along the way, you know, we had enough relationship that he, he didn't just roll his eyes and then and put it back on the shelf. Mm-hmm. I, I could talk him into going to page two and page three. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to page four, it, it was starting to make, he was saying, oh, 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 oh okay, I, I see, I see, I see how that works. But again, that established relationship really helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, and it's hard to do that with people that you aren't in physical uh, um, somehow it was a community with on the, and somehow in the meat world, not just in the electronic world. I yeah. mean, it's, it's social media is great and all that, but it's not everything. Mm. Seeing people live is a deal. Yeah. But anyway, so, so how to, how to create that, create those relationships is, is hard and you cannot make a career as a composer um, with a relationship with one conductor, mm-hmm. that's not a career. <laughs> um, it's it's an important career development aspect, mm-hmm. but that can't be the whole deal. And yeah. I, you know, and I really do wish that that I knew how to bridge that gap between between um, you know the whatever mass market, whatever passes for mass market <laughs> in, in music, um, the larger market, I should say, I guess, um, and um, and and personal relationships, but. But I don't. I wish. I wish I knew. I. I wish I knew. Yeah, I'm always a, looking for it. I know. I've. I've been. I've actually been thinking about it a lot lately in context mm-hmm. of a a new, well, an old project that I'm revitalizing. That mm-hmm. I'll tell you about later. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It'll probably be on your podcast, right? Oh yes. Oh Absolutely. yes. So oh, you got to yes. keep listening. So you stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Batman wait. is, is okay. just on the edge of the cliff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wait, wait for that next. That next <laughs> yeah. The, be- this summer, I think, is when I will. Awesome. Do stuff. I'll yeah. tell you when we're off the air because I'm Excellent. really excited about it. Um, cool. So, another thing I know you like to talk about is um, the the terms distribution, publication. What is yeah. what is what. What is what? Yeah, this was something else that was interesting to me at, at National ACDA. Um, uh, there were uh, how pieces were listed in programs. Mm-hmm. You know, is it they because they like to put in you know where to get these pieces. Mm-hmm. So they'll put publishers and numbers. Which who 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 finds a piece by its number? Oh, I would like to know. I know. You, know, you it, it's like Google. You Google the three words from the title and and the composer's last name. That's how yeah. you find it. They don't care. <laughs> dash point seven seven two four yeah. three. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for this on Amazon. So let me let yeah. me type in the UPC. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly, right. The but but some pieces that I know uh, that I know absolutely knew were completely available on the composer's website would be mm-hmm. listed as, as manuscript yeah. or self-published or mm-hmm. you know, these are words that don't mean what they used to mean. Yeah. 
know, <clears throat> I, uh, I had a premiere a couple of weeks ago. It went up for sale on my website the day of the premiere. Mm-hmm. So was this piece ever manuscript? What does that even mean? I know. You, know, you, we, you know, we, we think that's, you know, yeah. some mm-hmm. scribble on a page. Yeah. Like, ah, it's scribbly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you know, no, manuscript is, it looks, is, is notation software for most of us these days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and so the, avail, the ability to make that available um, instantly mm-hmm. is there. And we mostly take, so, so while when I would see in programs self uh, or manuscript or self published, it's like, why don't you just put? And this sometimes would be the case. What you know? What just put the, put the, the the website where you go buy this thing? Yeah. Why not just put that? So it was inconsistent, mm-hmm. and I think that that reflects that reflects the understanding differences mm-hmm. people who 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 um, in the choirs, the people, the the composers, the people who put together those programs, and and their and their own biases and mm-hmm. experiences and and habits really yeah. maybe habits more than anything. You know, what's what is unpublished and what is published for me that 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 just means is it available? You know, published is can you go get it? Mm -hmm. And that's that's published for me. I mean, I don't know if Webster would agree with me on that, but that's but but I think that's the practical Mm -hmm. the, 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 the practical definition is can you get it? Um, and even manuscripts, you know, if you can Google a person's name, yeah, you can probably get that too. So, yeah. It's 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 words that don't really mean that much anymore. I know, and then you get into the whole realm of composer competitions where they say it has to be unpublished, yeah. but then there's that notice that what says that? like you can publish, you know, it can be published yeah. by you. It's like, but it's published, you know, Public. like Tabensky Music Press has put this out yeah. for the past ten years. It's published. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Exactly, and and it's like, and, and and am I going to send that piece that I was talking about with Justin, with you know, with the 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 the, the three ensembles and fifteen individual lines, or mm. however many ones? Um, you know, am I am I going to send that to, to to my traditional publishers? No, no. <laughs> I'm not. But I mean, they would look at that and they go, "Yeah, I can sell forty copies of these. That that's not going to even cover the mm. cover my costs of putting it into production." It's like, mm-hmm. of course, yeah. for me, it has no cost, additional cost at all. Mm-hmm. I. You know, put my little PayPal thing on it, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys can look at it." And the choruses who want to do things like that, they will be interested, and they'll go for it. But yeah, and and they probably already have a relationship with you, so they're going to say, yeah. "Oh, a new piece right. by Reg. Oh, yeah. this is okay. I'll check that out." It's like maybe if someday I have a choir with that, I can have three ensembles at the same time. Mm-hmm. Say, "Hey, just I mean, I, you know." Um, the the um, um, Renaissance composers did that all the time. They had <laughs> yeah. two or three ensembles singing together. Fine, you can do it too. It's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. And that's the, you know another thing about having an established relationship. You can talk people into things that they wouldn't necessarily think that they can do. But if mm-hmm. you can show them the path to it, mm-hmm. you can you know take them by the hand and pat them on the back and here you know have a yeah here's a glass of nice wine. Let's talk. Yeah, it'll be fine. Exactly. Exactly. I, uh, relationships that's the deal mm-hmm. I love this uh, this story there's, there's a my examples are like mostly books because I kind of know that world yep, yep, yep. Ri- ridiculously well there's this uh, novelist C.J. Lyons who has a really close relationship with her readers and mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. Um, you know she publishes a lot of her own works but also she's a hybrid publisher so she has yep. you know a traditional deal too yep. and um, there was this big publisher who, who wanted to pick her up, you know, and, and, you know, give her, give her a contract. And so they sat down and so she started talking about, um, her audience and demographics and, you know, yep. it's this many, you know, women as opposed to men. Uh, this is the age range, typical age range for women. This is a typical age range for, for the men. Here's their yep. average income level, average level of age education. Wow. And the people at the public, public, the publisher's office, like they had to pick their jaws up off the floor. <laughs> and they said, how yep. do you know that? Right. How do you have this? We don't have this information <laughs> about people who buy the books. And it's because she has built relationships and she, yeah. she can get those metrics really easily from, you know, so many different sources. And that's one of, one of our advantages. I think that we have is, you know, with that, with that piece with three ensembles in it, the, uh, the, you know, big publisher might not know where to go with it. They could say, all right, I know, you know, our, our marketing people over here know that ensemble who would, who would probably dig it. 
then um, yeah, then it's yeah. not the worst cost worth the cost of production, like you said. And you know, and and that piece was written for a very specific situation, and and mm-hmm. we we very often um, as composers that often is what drives our. Our innovation is mm-hmm. is writing for specific ensembles for uh. specific situations. I mean, this this whole thing of writing something generic for your generic this, mm-hmm. and then it sounds generic, and yes, and it's all let's just say generic nineteen times in a row, and that's mm-hmm. what the music sounds like. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the older I get, the less the, the less interested I am in in anything that that isn't driven by something very, very specific. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I want, I want things to mean something. I want to have, I want things to have, I, I, it's less for me now about my career than it is about, I need to make this thing. And there has mm-hmm. to be a reason. To it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, um, that's not to discount that the, the anybody who does need to, uh, which all of us need to pay attention to things that are for your career. I mean that you do have to pay attention to those things because if you don't, if you don't pay attention to them at all, then those opportunities to do that thing that really was the, you know, the, your artistic core that, mm-hmm. that, you don't, that you don't get those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So how to balance that. That's always been, that's always been a problem. I, that's always been a source of headache for me. It's, oh yeah. It, um, how do you do it? Yeah, there's a. And that's why. That's why very few of us have uh, our our composers are you know full time composers, mm-hmm. um, or, or at least our, our income stream is 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 from mostly from composing. Mm-hmm. That's very. That's that's that's. There's not that many people who can do who can who can do that, and it's like hats off to y'all who who mm-hmm. can do that. Um, I've never been that. I've never been that kind of composer, and I really don't aspire to it as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I. I really value the the other parts of my uh, my musical life and my mm. life life. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> uh, um, I, I I love my voice teaching. You know, my students are uh, fascinating. I they endless source of 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 <laughs> entertainment and, um, <laughs> and um, you know it's it's uh, I would not want to be without that part of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I would not want to be. I think my composing would suffer if I did not have that part of my life, mm-hmm. um, you know, fully active. Same thing with conducting. I, I think my composing life would would su- would suffer if I did not have my um, very normal church choir to deal with every week. <laughs> I didn't have my you know very normal you know awesome and wonderful um, community chorus mm-hmm. uh, to to deal with. Um, I you know I always tell young composers your best composition teacher that you're ever going to have in your life is a moderately competent choir Mm -hmm. because when you put when you put things in front of them you will know instantly whether what the scratches you made on the page meant what you meant them to mean Mm -hmm. or not Mm -hmm. because if you if you start getting consistently the same questions oh that means that i needed to write it somehow Differently, it's indicate what I end, uh, intended somehow differently. Mm. They're not getting anyway. So that I, yeah, I really think choirs, and not just not brilliant choirs. I mean, you know, it's you know, brilliant choirs can read the carpet. If you, they can yeah. read the walls. They can, they can, they can make the the most mundane, blasé piece of of you know, milk toast sounds <laughs> sparkly. You know, yeah. they, they they just can. Um, um, and you know, I'm great. Let's let's do that, but. <laughs> really want to learn yeah learning from learning from from everyday choirs is a is a really important process yeah that reminds me i i know i've said this on on the show before um but a a former teacher said if you can make a mediocre orchestra sound great like that's that's what you that's what you want a great orchestra will sound great regardless now if you if you manage to make a great orchestra sound bad you've got problems but if you can make a mediocre orchestra sound like a million bucks you know you you figured it out yeah and it comes down to 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 rehearsal process too Mm -hmm. You put things in a score. I know how much time your or your precious rehearsal time do you want to be you know, spent on? What what did you mean by and what is this mark and why why do you have it? You don't want your time spent on that. No. You, you know that you know that's it's just and and that's what you that's what happens when you don't put it put it in right. And mm-hmm. and when they and when the same when those group of people you know consistently 
misread what's on the page. You go, oh, sometimes also it's awesome when um, they misread something and what they sang was better, better. than <laughs> on the page. And you go, let oh. me just correct that for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, that's good. Yep. What's natural to them is, is, is something, it's something to listen to. It's not always, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's something, but it's definitely something to not just automatically discount. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, normal people. Yeah. Normal people. And so finding a way to live as a composer in both of those areas, in the, in the I do want some of my work to be pushing, pushing my edges, mm-hmm. pushing, my, pushing my audience's edges, pushing my performer's edges. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your performers think that they're only capable of a certain thing, and then and you go, no, 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 you can do a lot more. I actually know for sure mm-hmm. that you can do a lot more, and they, and they can. Yeah. Um, um, but, but, but also not be stuck in just that mm. I mean, you know the uh, addressing the real world addressing mm. uh, addressing um real typical mm. people so they have something that is not, that, that is that may be simple but it's not stupid yeah um that's a that's that's a thing um, finding finding that balance so it's, a, it's it's um i was just uh <laughs> Abby, uh, Abby Betunas and, and Tesfa um, and um, Andrew Ramsey have have a project Justice Choir mm-hmm. that they're putting together, and I, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, do I need those songs in my life? <laughs> yes, I need them. Um, <clears throat> but you know, in, in thinking about that, you know, it's like what works for um, not just a group of musicians, but a group of a group of of people who have uh, who are normal people who have a certain amount of musical talent because mm-hmm. everybody has. A certain amount of, I mean, it's innate. It's part mm-hmm. of being, you know, writing for that level of people, not trained musicians. Wow, that is really, that, that's a really good place to put your head as a composer. For mm-hmm. you know, sometimes. Um, it's like, oh yeah, what could I teach to my, to my cousins? You know, what, mm-hmm. oh, my, my non-musician, but, but perfectly musical mm-hmm. um, you know, cousins, you know, what, what, what would work for them? I mean, that's, that's good brain space for a composer. Yeah, yeah. I think for, Especially for for composers who want to, you know, do the the big career thing and 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 mm-hmm. put their, you know, put their uh, composing money, you know, as the as their primary yeah. Uh, yeah. income stream, we sort of have to, I think, realize that there we're not just going to be writing for the New York Phil all the time. Yeah. We're not just going to yeah. be writing for you know the top choirs, the top orchestras, the top performers. We're going to have to address you know, college, college students. Yeah. We're going to have, you know, like writing a piece for tube and piano, like yeah. th- that that's interesting. And, and they can right. yeah. make the rounds, you know, yeah. Yeah. like that. There, There's so much to be, so many people to be served there and to connect with and yeah. that, that, you know, maybe all they're going to do is their senior recital and, yeah. and that's it. But you've connected. Yeah. I, I, I was just thinking, what's you know what the what's the definition of success in that regard too? Because that's that's an interesting thing. As a what do you think of as success for yourself? What mm-hmm. do you think of success as a as a as a career? As a you know what's artistic success? And how does that drive what right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you do want to have it. Uh, it's a legitimate driving force. Mm-hmm. It, it can also become overwhelming. You know, if I you know I think that you know the top the 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 top the selling ten. Um, choral composers of the last 10 years, you know, we can all name those off pretty quickly. Mm. And um, you can see examples of people who are, who have, you know, found something that was, that, that resonated with people mm-hmm. and then take that and um, <clears throat> remold it into something a little bit more mm-hmm. and maybe something a little more, a little bit different. And so that they bring their audiences with them, but mm-hmm. go someplace. You also find composers who, I wrote this one piece that sold a lot of copies. Mm. Let's see if I can write that piece again. Yeah, and and then and then and then if those people uh, you know do it again, it's like great. They bought it twice. Let's see if I can sell it three, three times. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like oh no 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 no, buddy. Especially when that when it's when it's composers who are tremendously talented. Yeah, who really did find something mm-hmm. really interesting and really connective mm-hmm. with, with the particular thing. And it's like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mm. not saying that, mm-hmm. but you need to m- keep moving along mm-hmm. just because because of art. 
because yeah. of art. You need to do that for art. Art, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, you, yeah. you caught lightning in a bottle once. Exactly. Uh, oh, you managed it a second time. Can can we can we yeah. change yeah. the bottle? <laughs> yeah. Can we? And, and everybody's thing of, of just like you know. Oh, I heard this one piece. It was really awesome. Can you write one of those? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. <laughs> Yes, we can write. We we can write that chord, <laughs> and we we can we can write all those. We can we can copy the same chords from other people and mm. um, and do it. And and it's really disheartening when that's what when when that's what people want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but 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 even more for me is it's when somebody gets stuck in their own deal when they do mm-hmm. something, when they start out with when they start out with something that really is unique and really mm-hmm. is beautiful or wonderful or, or, or entrancing or whatever, some other words um, that, um, that, that really works, but then get stuck in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, oh, you know, come on, you're capable of more than that. Yeah. And I'm trying not to say names. I'm, trying not to. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm not saying any names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would... I, never, I never whine about composers that I don't think are talented. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, who, who are, are, you know, who are not really talented. It's like, no, you're that's they're doing they're doing what they can do. It's like that that's you know fine. Yeah. People who I think are who who are capable of so much more. That's when I that's when I start to just you know pull my last three hairs <laughs> out. Come on, you guys! I know you're better than that. I yeah. know you are. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm with you on that. <laughs> well, we are coming up on the hour here. So, um, is there anything else? Anything else that we didn't? Go go to a place on any of these topics that you want to. No, you know the, the the whole publishing thing and the whole um you know you know career thing and that's um that's a that's we covered a lot of that the uh, this piece that I keep that I keep re- referring to mm. with the, the, the 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 two choirs and the septet thing you know, that was a that was written for a um um very particular project and we actually sang that piece in the first full-fledged nuclear reactor on the face of the planet last hmm. fall. So someday we'll have to talk about non-traditional spaces and, 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 and <laughs> things like that. That's a whole different subject. Oh, but yeah. inside a nuclear reactor, holy cow, I can talk about that, <laughs> that project for, for a long time. Yeah. That was, that was amazing and awesome. But, and, but, and, and that is the sort of thing that, um, you know, again, writing for specific situations, writing for, for – somebody you have established relationships with mm-hmm. and, and, and where does that fit in your, you know, in your um, output, you know, in mm-hmm. the arc of your output and, and all that. Yeah. It's a deal. But that's a long subject in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Those, <laughs> the, the, and those, yeah, I, I like those projects there. Yeah. I have, I have stories about some of those projects. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're fascinating. Oh, I know. Um, cool. So, so where can we find you online? Um, the, the, the first place, of course, is my, my personal website, my, my own composer website, reginaldlungesair.com. Um, I'm part of a um, consortium, Northwest Coral Publishers, nwcoral.com. Mm-hmm. Um, with a name like mine, if you Google my name, you know, at, pretty much what's going to come up is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not... You know, is it the John Smith in, in, you know, in, in the east part of the county or the north part of the county, the south part of the county? You know, it's not, yeah, it's not that. So, so that, that's an advantage of having a weird name is that, is that yeah, the, the Google, Google can find me. Google yeah. knows where I am. And the NSA probably does too. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're li- the NSA. Yeah, they're, they're listening in right now. It's fine. Ask our alien overlords. They can, or, overlords, they can find me. <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah. well, thank you so much for being here. This is great. Oh, thanks for asking me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's always, there, you know, these, these things are, are, are really important to us. I mean, you, mm-hmm. know, these, these, you know, it's like, how do we make our lives? How do we make our art? You know, how do yeah. we get to do this thing mm-hmm. that we seem, that seems to be so important to us for whatever reason it is, mm-hmm. it really is. I, it's, it's, it's how, it's how we manage to, to stay alive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and yeah, we we need to we need to manage that somehow. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, exactly. And you have to find ways to be, allow you to keep doing what it is that you believe in doing. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what this is about, and that's what I like about your podcast. Uh-huh. That's that's what we're doing. I mean, sometimes sometimes when we listen to another detail of of how our websites should be, you know, 
we, we, we start to think about the website instead of the art. Mm-hmm. But without the, those details of the, of the website, we, don't, we might not get to do our art. Mm-hmm. So, so it's all, it all matters. All the, the, anything from the boring little details to the, to the art with a capital A. You know, mm-hmm. It all matters. It yeah. all matters. Yeah, I feel like all of this, you know, everything we do is in service to our art. So we mm-hmm. figure out the website stuff. We learn about copyright. We learn about this and that. So yeah. that we can so protect, we get to you know, do it. We, get, we figure out how to do it better and do it more. Yeah, do it better and do it more. That's the thing right there. Mm-hmm. Life in a nutshell. <laughs> yep, yep. <clears throat> Indeedy in do. <laughs> Cool. We'll stick around for just a second while I wrap up. Um, in fact, I'm not even going to do a CTA. So I'm just going to say, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as, as always, it's it's great to, to have you here week after week. Um, and I will talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.